Lovers and friends, episode six. six. Welcome back, guys. Welcome. I'm Junie Mars. And I'm Lita Rose. And this is the Lovers and Friends podcast. This week, what are we talking about, Lita Rose? So, we're going to talk about blended families. Um... My best friend had like a few questions. That's so my best friend. <laughs> Go, best friend. So I'm going to like say it out loud first so that you know the listeners can just hear it and then we can really talk about our personal experiences as far as like when we were a child and if we were like had blended families from you know one of our parents or if you dated anyone who had a child and how that like worked out. So the first question was, why is it hard to bring the new person around pre-existing family, a pre-existing family? Um, also, when, when is it too soon to have the conversation with your ex and also your kids that you're dating someone new and, you know, this person's going to be around and, you know, stuff like that. And then this is the last question. I thought this was like really good. And this question was like, do you have moments of guilt where you feel like a failure for not making things work with your family, like with your um, ex? Mm. So, you know, just pretty much some people may feel like, oh, I really wish it would have worked. And like, let's try to make it work. But they may feel some type of like guilt that it didn't work because they had um, they have a child with their ex. They don't want it together. They probably thought we will get married, we'll be together. And it just didn't work out. So I just thought those were some really, really, really good questions. So do you want to talk about yeah, your experience or you want me to talk about mine first? Um, well, first, how would you define a blended family? Well, it's like it can go many ways. So like if you're the child, it's like, okay, if you your mother and your father is not together, then your met your dad could be dating someone new, or your mom could be dating someone who's new. Either they may have kids too or not. So it's like if they have kids, then you bring your kids around their kids or just like your mom or dad introducing you to a new partner, like their new partner. Sometimes they, I feel like parents don't know how the kids will be. And sometimes I really feel like the kids will be okay. It's just maybe the parent, but it just comes different ways. Just when it in a new person in the dynamic, in the in the relationship it could be a partner or it could be other kids well I mean like you know I feel like that was my whole life experience because I had nine I'm the youngest of nine siblings so but they're all from my dad's side Mm -hmm. so between my two parents I'm an only child Mm -hmm. and my dad I think I think I only have, you know how that goes. I think I only have eight other siblings, so I'm the youngest of nine. Um, and so growing up, I was often f- feeling like in between families, like I had to either celebrate, because my parents weren't together. They're interestingly, you know, had a relationship after I went to college, which <laughs> that's a different story. Um, but yeah, so growing up as a, a little kid, um, most of the time, like if there were family gatherings on my mother's side, it was exclusively like me and my mom and my aunt and my uncle. Mm-hmm. 
um, none of them had kids. So it was just me as the only child. I didn't have any cousins. Um, and my mom had me a lot older. She had me when she was 43. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the cousins of my cousins, I mean, the kids of my cousins, who would also be my cousins, right? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, my like, my second cousins, mm-hmm. they were a lot older than me as well. So in in terms of like gatherings, it was like either exclusively at my mom's house or my dad would take me to one of my other half siblings' homes. So that meant that I would go to their mother's house. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't my mother's house; it was their mother's mm-hmm. house, which is kind of awkward, right? Because it's like you know, it's like. I don't know. It just made me feel weird because it was like in order for me to be able to spend time with my family, I feel like I had to leave my other family, and mm-hmm. it just felt like it wasn't blended per se. Right. It was more. It, dis- didn't, it didn't come together. Like yeah, it was your it, mom, everybody. Yes, it was very disjointed for me growing mm-hmm. up. So this topic is something that it, it like you know it's it's very how would I say, emotionally triggering for me because it it reminds me of my childhood. And, you know, it's like even though I had nine siblings, I didn't really know any of them Mm -hmm. and I didn't really connect with many of them. I had one brother who's closest in age um, to me. He's nine years older than me. And we had um, somewhat of a good connection and a pretty good bond. But for the rest of my siblings, I, you know, I don't really know them. And so it was just, it just felt disjointed. But I do think that when parents approach it in a certain way Mm -hmm. and, you know, like make sure that they have a positive attitude about it and um, they're able to be mature about the situation, I think it can be, yeah, I think it can be great. I've seen a lot of blended families work, Mm -hmm. work well. Like Jada and. Well, exactly. Family, so exactly. Um, what about you? Yeah, mine's like two different. Like it's, I had, I it happened two ways. So I'm gonna break that down. So, my father was not in my life um, up until like maybe 16. So my stepfather came in my life when I was three. So um, that was blended, um, and that relationship was pretty like it was pretty good but also it's always a sense of awkwardness but it was still good at the same time so like I, when like thanksgiving like because my mom she was dating him for a very long time and then they eventually got married um but holidays we would go to his family um gatherings all of us all together my brother my mom at this point it was just me and my brother that my mom had with him that's that's the dynamic first and explain that so we went we would go to like my grandmother's house and um I called them my aunts and uncles it wasn't like I didn't ever call them by their names like grandma granddad and these were your stepdad's my step family family, okay aunt so-and-so uncle this and they always you know treated me like I was really a part of their family no matter what happened like gifts and you know food and I'm playing with my cousin like they're my cousin even like my mom not with him to like now but like they're still family like I still consider them family I'm not in touch with them now but um yeah so it was like fun and we would all do things it wasn't like oh Ronald's sister it was like 
you know, they said our name together. It wasn't like I'm the sister mm-hmm. with someone else. Like, you know, the like child with someone else. No, it wasn't separate. But I did feel the awkwardness with um the grandmother. Like it was like my like my grandfather, he was very like, Oh, this is my grandchild. But mm-hmm. the grandmother, I don't know, it was a little tension. I don't know what her thing was, but as a child you would feel that. So mm. like you like just she was hesitant or Yeah, just like she was very nice and polite, but still like uh, a little distant, like a little like, well, you're not really my grandchild. Like kinda. I'll be, I'll be civil. I'll yes. be polite with you. Yeah, but you know, she kind of treated us a little differently at times. So, you know, I was just like, well, okay, you know. But mm. so that part was a little challenging. But you don't really know. You just know as a child, you have just had these feelings, but you don't know like, oh, I feel weird. Mm being here because you know we had there was time we had to go over there and sometimes they were not there they like okay you going to grandma granddad's house like for a day or whatever so it's like i didn't say like oh i don't want to go there so that was that dynamic and then like i told you my my father he wasn't really in my life since i was 16 but i think before then he was like kind of in and out but i didn't i don't think i really understood like oh this is my father Mm. but like i it's like I knew he was my father because that's what was said to me, but I didn't really connect. I was like, oh, well, this is really my father. So, like, there were moments because he was so in and out, like, a few times when I was younger. Like, so then I was with him and, like, his family. So, like, your mom. You're a biological father. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. my mom would be with, like, his family, like, his sisters and um, brothers. But, like, if he was seeing, like, when he was, like, dating someone, which is my other brother, his mom, when he was in a relationship with my other brother, mom, we didn't all come together. So either I was like with my mom for things, but if he's doing something with like his son and the mother, and he, I will be invited. So like your half brother, because you share a, the same dad, dad yeah, but different moms. Different moms. My first brother, we share the same mom, mm-hmm. um, different dads. And then my other brother, same dad, different mom. So if I would mm-hmm. go there, then I'm with him and like that because he had another sister too when we were on the same age so i was like i was with their mother then her family came over so like i knew their family so it's like this is your cousins too everybody because you know in a black family everybody's cousin uncle. <laughs> so it's so like oh your cousin so so i'm like i got more cousins like wow okay and so then i was part of their family mm. you know so it was like a lot of family going on and like, that was good, too. But, again, it was always awkward. Because there's always somebody that will make you kind of feel like, mm. no, you don't quite belong. You're not quite my child. So, like, you know, his mom, rest in peace. She's, like, you know, she was very sweet and very loving. But I guess, like, her and my dad probably had their own tension. And then that she wanted to, like, um, take it out on me. But you kind of could, like, I could feel like, oh, okay. I'm not her child, so you know that you just you just feel that. So yeah. I think it is kind of weird and it's kind of hard. It's just think like you said, it's about really talking to your kids and like really sitting there like this is what happened. And both like parents have to be like mutually like okay with the situation because there's there's tension. We're gonna feel it as kids. We're gonna feel that tension. Yep. So kids know more than you think. You yeah, know? as an adult you forget that kid, how you were as a kid Mm -hmm. and how kids, I feel like, are much more in touch with energy because they they haven't been 
I don't want to say brainwashed, but they haven't been socialized as much mm-hmm. as we have to have, like, you know, sort of become numb to certain right. things and, and become, like, ignore, pretty much ignore certain things. Right. Um, I think kids are much more in touch with how they feel mm-hmm. and, you know, emotions and stuff like that. And they can feel from you how... What's going on in a situation, right. you know? They yeah. know when, when parents aren't getting along, you mm-hmm. know, if they're trying to be fake and, like, get along in front of the kid. And yeah. Yeah. I think I think it all boils down to that, you know? I mean, when I was younger, I used to look at my parents as, like, these very perfect people. Because why? Because they're, like, the first people you fall in love with. Your mm-hmm. parents are your... You know, the first people that teach you about healthy relationships, mm-hmm. love, you know, um, identity, right. self, self-love. And, you know, as I got older, I learned that adults, you know, because now I'm a 33 years old, so I'm trying to adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but adults have a lot of things that they're working through on yes. their own. Yeah, and so, sure. you know, because of that they are awesome, as awesome as they can be as parents, but there's also other things Mm -hmm. that can, you know, affect how they parent, whether they're conscious of it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think it's really about how... How is the communication between yeah. the adults in this blended family? Yeah. Meaning like the two parents that are blending and then right. the parents that are also involved that are not necessarily blending, but like right. the exes that, or the, yeah. uh, you know, like the mom who yeah. who is no longer with the dad or, or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. Because so for me, I think like the over minus like few people energy was like, eh. But the overall experience was great because I got to be around a lot of people and it was like um, a lot of people I got got to feel like a different like different love mm. like from different, different. families like yeah. three different sets like you know my stepfather my father my mom like my mom's side of family is very small like my grandmother had seven kids but like it was still like small. Mm-hmm. Cause like seven kids, seven kids, and like I think my two uncles, one thing one made a had like one thing one had a child, just like one child, and then like my mom, she has now three, uh, and then my aunt two, so it's always like two, three kids, two, right? Three. So it wasn't like big, but then like stepfather, I had a lot of cousins, you know, they had a, he had a lot of brothers and a lot of sisters and. And then my father, you know, his family is pretty big, too. So just, like, you know, I was able to at least find somebody, like, I feel comfortable with mm-hmm. talking to, even with my brother my dad's side, his sister, you know, we became, like, cool and friends and we shared things and talked. So, like, in that sense, yes, it was good. Um, so I just think it's really about... Um, the two people, like the two parents and then everybody else around them and just really explaining to the kids. Um, my best friend asked, like, what is, when is it too soon? Like, I just think when you know, because, like, we don't have kids. And right, we don't. We, we didn't, we, disclaimer, disclaimer, we don't have, we don't have children have kids, at this we, point in time. Yeah, so we just speak from our experience as a child or someone we probably, like, dated who have kids. But, when I, so... Yeah, just I just feel like when you know, okay, this is this is serious now. You go because you know you just don't want to bring your child around um, 
when you're casually dating, you don't want to do that. Because kids get attached. Mm-hmm. And then when things don't work out, they're like, oh, what happened? So, so, then it's a new person in. So, yeah. I do get the, like, that, that I understand part that of, part. like, you know, you, yeah, let's just take our time. But um, I just think when you know it's very serious, like, I, I, I'm very serious with this person. I see myself being in a relationship with this person. You know, even you think about marriage with this person. Um, and then I think it's time to have that conversation mm-hmm. with your ex you know, with your child and just say, just be truthful. Kids can really handle the truth, you know, mm-hmm. and it won't really be that bad. As long as they feel loved by that person, it really won't be a bad experience. They probably feel in the beginning, like, some kids may feel like, this is not my mom. I never felt that way because, like, I knew who my mom was. And so um, I didn't like, well, this is my mom. Like, they asked me to do something. They just couldn't touch me. Like, they couldn't. I never mm-hmm. got, I, my mom doesn't, she didn't beat me. I got like a couple of timeouts, but that's about it. But they just come put their hands on me or, you know, talk to me a certain way. But they asked me to do something. I was raised to be very polite, so I would do it. Like, yes, ma'am, or whatever. So I didn't feel like, well, you know my mom. You can't tell me what to mm. do. I didn't feel that way. I'm like, okay, can you do this? Or it's time for you to go to bed or, oh, you know, whatever. They they can correct me in that sense. And I didn't feel like, well, you know my mom. Because, mm. I mean, I know who my mom was. Like, I know who she is. And how she brought me up I was like okay with being around the people who wasn't my mom I wasn't like well I can't be here I didn't I didn't really feel that way so it just really depends on the kids and how the parents really make the kid the child feel very comfortable and saying like you know it's okay like it just really explain like me and your mom or me and your dad you know we love each other but right now this is and that this is what's happening because mm-hmm. when they just, if you talk bad about one parent or just don't explain anything, then the kids start to pick up what you're feeling about exactly. somebody. If you don't like the mother, um, I mean, if you don't like who you're like, the the father or your mother, whoever that person is dating, the child's going to act that way for no reason I even know. So You have to set the tone for mm-hmm. your kids, like in every aspect. You know, teach them how to love as parents and, you know, teach them how to interact with people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of teaching happens without even speaking, like directly to your child. It's more based on the actions that they see that you do. Mm -hmm. You know, they learn from example. Yeah. And I remember feeling like kind of conflicted when it came to spending time with um my siblings mm-hmm. because i felt kind of like you know i was being dumped at their houses I while that you know what i mean like while my dad kind of like my dad did dump me off like yeah time. while he <laughs> while he did something else and i'm thinking like oh we're gonna you know because we didn't live together i'm yeah. thinking like oh we're gonna spend time together that. and then he would like be like okay we're gonna go to your brother's house yeah. and we would go and then he would like dip off yeah. and oh, wait wait i'm so like i stay here i want to i'm like you oh okay right. you know and i'll be there and um, with his, my brother's mom, and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they're nice to you, but it's still right. kind of, it's a little, it's a little awkward, awkward yeah, you know? Like- and as a kid, you don't really, it's like, you want to be trusting of adults, and yeah. you, you know, but it's like, you're also like, what's going on mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. you know? So that was something that would happen to me a, a lot, and 
I started to feel like, well, maybe I don't, you know, maybe I don't want to go over there because... I felt that way, too. I thought this was our time to spend together, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and I remember um, there was one instance where my dad, I think he, I don't know if he, like, left me to, like, meet up with my brother and my brother's mom and my brother wasn't there, mm-hmm. so I just ended up staying with my brother's mom oh for a while because it was like our, it was my dad's day with yeah. me, and um, he, my brother's mom was like asking me about who my dad had been like seeing. See, yeah, I don't, I don't like and that. Yes, it was so weird yes. for me to be. I was like, honestly, I was like nine years old or eight right. years old. And it was such a kind of like weird experience because mm-hmm. I'm like, like what? what? Why are you? At, you know, like That's I don't know. Right. Like I'm a kid. Like yeah. I don't know. Or it's like if something you do you know, it's like, like I don't know if I want to really tell you, but it's like my dad. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Should I, I can't lie because I'm a child. It's just like, yes. So and it's like when that's what it is about, you know, blending and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. when stuff starts to happen like yeah. that, it's like you're not, they're not really your, sometimes you, you have to interact in situations where people are not really your parents. They're not right. even really your family, but they're mm-hmm. connected to you through your father or maybe yeah. they're connected with you through your mother or your brother or whatever. Yeah. And so it just becomes a little complicated. I feel like yeah. family is complicated in general. Yeah. And I I feel like there's a lot of healing mm-hmm. that needs to happen in families in order for families to be healthy, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that, that that made me feel like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe I'll just, like, do my own thing, yeah. you know? Um, and then in terms of talking about explaining stuff, you know, I never was explained to as a child like why my parents weren't together. Mm. It was more just like I live. I always lived with my mom. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I think right. like how you said your dad came into your life when you were three. Um, my mom told me the same thing that my dad came into my life when I was three. Mm-hmm. I think we were at a, a Jazzmobile concert and. Um, shout out to Jazzmobile if you know what that is and you're from New York. Um, and we were sitting out, you know, it was like summertime in the grass and sitting out listening to music. And I think um, my dad like spotted us because mm-hmm. he's a jazz fan. And like, I think he saw how cute I was mm-hmm. or whatever. And he decided that he would be involved. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the story. That's the sense that I got. Right. And um, but what I say all that to say there was never a conversation of like, yeah, he'll drop you back home. But, you know, he doesn't come upstairs mm-hmm. and he doesn't really stay over. He doesn't live here. Mm-hmm. He has his own house and mm-hmm. like explaining like why that is, you mm-hmm. know, because I think kids are trusting in the sense that they just, okay, this is how it is. Yeah. But I do, in terms of like conversations, I do think that, you know, that's an appropriate thing to, to share mm-hmm. with your kids and they can handle it. And yeah. it helps as they grow into adults for, 
a better understanding of relationships. Right. Because what happened to me was um, my parents were never together. And, you know, when they were when they were together, like, if they had to, like, take me somewhere and they were together, because um, my dad had a car my mom did not, mm-hmm. um, they would always fight, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I started to associate that with, like, that's just how their relationship is. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember my first year of college, I was on the phone with my mom and we were just talking about like, you know, it was like finals period and like, you know, right before the Christmas break, the New Year's break. Um, and I was just talking to my mom about like, okay, I'm probably got like one final left. I'm going to probably leave um, school and go back to New York, mm-hmm. um, you know, in a, in a few days. And she's like, oh, before you go, I just want you to know your father and I hang out sometimes. Oh my god! And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> and she's like, "Your father and I we spend time together." Mm-hmm. And I said, "You spend time like I don't because remember my whole life they were like fighting mm-hmm. for real like hardcore." And so I'm like, "Okay, what does that really? What does that mean? Like, mm-hmm. are you like?" dating or like what it was like so foreign for me mm-hmm. but that was the gist of the conversation it was like we're hanging out but there was no <laughs> explanation as to like yeah you know I remember my mom said something like oh yeah like your father mellowed out so mm-hmm. yeah, you know but as a outside observer it felt like to me oh okay so when I leave then you find a way to like actually get along mm-hmm. so it made me feel really conflicted but I had to remember like you know what it's not about me mm-hmm. like if I need to do my own healing okay right. but like I had to just it took me a long time to accept them really yes it's like Why? weird because like you know some kids would be like yay my parents are right. finally together but I guess like for me I felt like they had spent so much time just like not Especially, I didn't feel like my dad treated my mom right. Mm -hmm. But, like, they had spent so much time just conflicted, like, in conflict, Mm -hmm. that I felt like it wasn't really the right thing for them. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. I felt like it was like, yeah, but you guys, like, you know, didn't treat each other right this whole time. And now, all of a sudden, (laughs) you know, you want to be back together. Like, what is going on? But I guess... You know, people work things out on their own. Mm-hmm. And it's just like when you're a kid it's and true. you feel like, um, you feel like, I don't understand why mom and dad are having a divorce because mm-hmm. you think like your parents should be together. It's like mm-hmm. you may have your own understanding of what a relationship should be, but it's like you have to allow people to have their own relationships. Yeah. And you have yeah. to understand that um, you may have your own things going on inside internally that you need to work out in order to, you know, sort of, like, let go of expectations. And I think for me, I probably had expectations, like, well, it's always been like this. So it kind of, like, threw me off, like, Mm -hmm. what? So I remember the first time, like, we, my dad and I spent time together. He's like, okay, I'm coming up. And I'm like, (laughs) what? You know, because he would always just drop me off. Mm -hmm. So it was just like... Yeah, and so now, I mean, I've gotten used to it because it's been, like, a while. But <laughs> at first, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I think it's all, everything boils down to healing and communication. Yeah. And that's the key. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. healing, communication, self-love, and love in general. And if people as adults and as kids can come together around that, mm-hmm. then, you know, I think things things are a lot better, more healthy, Yeah, you know? Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, so... Yeah, just communication. Um, have you ever, like, dated anyone that had, like, kids or you were, like, introduced to their kids or you were, like, involved? Yeah, I mean, I was in a relationship for five years and the person I was in a relationship with, she didn't have kids, but she, (laughs) she didn't have kids, but her family was really big and she was like really involved with her. She had a lot of like small cousins, like younger cousins, like kids, like five, you know, three. And so like, we spent a lot of time babysitting them and like being around them. And so I remember one day her, her cousin, who was the mom of the kids that we spent a lot of time with, mm-hmm. said, like, you know, I don't know how I feel about uh, your girlfriend. She was talking about me mm-hmm. getting so close to the kids because, like, you know, they get attached. And that was the first mm-hmm. time I had that I thought in my head. And I was like, at first I was offended, like, what? But then I was like, I get that because, yeah. look, we're not together anymore. Right. So, you know, I think that's something to consider. You have to be responsible mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um but i also come from the the perspective of love is love and like you know sometimes people are in your life for a little while so i don't know i come i come at it in both ways i see it as yeah. both in both ways it's tricky to me but it's just tricky because kids is very true especially if they're young yeah um they, if they're older that's a little different but it's it's very tricky when they're young because they do become attached and they will ask about that person. And then especially if, this, if the two people break up, then the upper person have to deal with so-and-so. So I ask about so-and-so and I'm trying to get over this person. <laughs> right. So, like, it's so... Then they're like, well, why didn't it work? Then the kids are thinking it's them. Like, so why? Mm-hmm. So, it, like, I do understand as a like as someone who's like, well, you know, I want them to get too close, you know, yeah. especially because they, they may look at, like, well, I mean, in, even in marriage, things can happen. People get divorced. But, you know, they look at, like, oh, it's a relationship, you know, or depending on the time frame of the relationship, it's, like, early on. It depends. So, yeah, when it comes with kid, comes to kids, it's very tricky and just have to be mindful. And it, it's, it's hard. Have you dated somebody with kids? Yeah, I did. Um, I'm trying to think. How, I know one so far. I'm trying to think, was there any more? I okay, so I seriously dated someone with a child. Then like this other person, we were just like, like we weren't really dating. We were just like flirting. They had a child, but the one that I dated that have um, as a child, um, so she okay, so she got pregnant because she was when I met her, she was involved in a relationship. She was with somebody um, when I met her, but I guess like their relationship was like up and down, whatever, but. Um, so she had a child with her partner, which is, um, a woman, but, you know, she, uh, had sex with the guys who so they can have a child okay. together. Mm-hmm. That was the deal. And they, so they had a child together. They raised it. They raised her together. So when we met, we met at work and it was like, oh yeah, like I have a child. I'm like, 
I find think I don't think honestly I don't think she even told me right away. Mm. I found out because she shared it with someone else that worked in the building. So I'm like, who's this little girl? He's like, oh, so and so's child. I'm like, oh, okay. So then I, um, she then she like, I'm like, yes, I have a daughter, and I was like, oh, okay. And her daughter was young at that time. So then we started kind of having like a little thing or whatever. Um, I didn't. I met her. A do- little thing or whatever. A little thing. <laughs> a little, yeah, casual situation. Situation, low key, undercover. Could no one could really know about thing. <laughs> um, I think I kind of met her. I can't remember how fast, but it it wasn't that long. It, it was kind of fast. So it wasn't like months or like a year in. I mean, it didn't last that long, but. <laughs> But I did meet her daughter right away, and she was, you know, they we got introduced, and you do because I got attached to to the child, and you know, she asking about me and saying, can can we call? Especially like at the time, you know, some people may know me as K, so can we call K? And you know, they they want to call you, and so when we like fell off, it was like, oh, like. Because that relationship has to stop. Like, I can't keep, like, well, can I see your daughter? Because that's not my daughter. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, like, complicated. It's complicated. And like, well, can I see so-and-so now? Or if her daughter was, like, her daughter, it was time when her daughter wanted to call me. But it's, like, like she no. She was, like, no. Or she'll say whatever she had to say. Yeah. And it's, like, they're, like, oh, what happened? Oh, remember. Oh, it's how so and so doing? They remember. They, they remember. remember you. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure if I was to see her now, she probably would remember she who I am. She still remember you. Yeah. So it is hard, and she had to sit there and like explain to her, like you know, this is what happened. Whatever, like however she explained it, and then you you have to like detach yourself now. Mm. So you, it's a lot of detachment like, when the like the relationship or dating or whatever it is that you have with someone, they have a child. You have to close that. You have to, like, detach it. And it's so hard. Because, like, kids are, like, innocent. They're so sweet. And you're like, oh, like, you know, you can't. From both parties, from kids and that from you, you can't become attached to that mm-hmm. that child. You're like, oh, well, that door is closed. And it's like you disappear off the face of the earth. I mean, you don't really... I mean, I feel like rarely in those situations do you get a chance to like properly say goodbye to the child. No. You know, yeah, you don't. Which is is like you leave the door kind of un yeah. unclosed. There's no closure. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the that's the tricky part for yeah. kids. I mean, I feel like even with um, like friends of your parents, sometimes that you may get attached to, like mm-hmm. that can be an issue. Like mm-hmm. I remember. My mom had this friend, and she was from... I don't even... Honestly, because she would be making up stuff, so I'm not sure, because I feel like she said she was from one place, and she, the next day she said she was from another. I don't know. But what I do know is she had a British accent. So, one of my mom's friends, she used to come over to... Like, she lived in our building, and she used to come over to our house, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, she used to watch... She, her thing was figure skating. Oh, wow. So she used to... <laughs> hey, I was kind of into it, too. <laughs> so um, I like, like, Olympics and the Winter Olympics. Like, I get geeked out over that kind of stuff. But she came over and we would watch that, mm-hmm. you know? And she came over a lot. And sometimes I feel like she just came over, like, you know, I don't know if she was even, like, letting us know. I think she just came over. <laughs> and she used to come over with her hair and rollers and everything. Uh-huh. It was so funny. But I got sort of... Atta- you know, like, mm-hmm. I got attached to her as mm-hmm. a child because... 
it was basically me and my mom and then it was like nice to have another person mm-hmm. i feel like kids are very accepting like it was nice yeah. to have another person like at visiting us spending time right. with us and then i remember one night she was like yeah you know like we can watch a blockbuster movie mm-hmm. and like you know get popcorn and all this stuff mm-hmm. and we were supposed to do that all together like I blockbuster movies i know remember blockbuster guys oh so fun and then like sometimes they wouldn't have the movie you wanted because it was like they showed like the the cover of the movie and then you gotta see if it's still there and then you'd be like damn it they're like oh we're out it's not here yet oh "Oh." damn me and my other backup then you gotta like get it back on time that was my thing i'd be like damn yeah we were good yeah that's why i got banned from the library with the dvds but anyway that's a different story (laughs) (laughs) just kidding not really but um yeah, so I remember she promised that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that day that we were supposed to, like, have our big blockbuster movie night, mm-hmm. she didn't show up. Damn. She didn't call. She didn't, like... Did your mom know why? Or your mom didn't know either. Did my mom know why? Yeah, like, why she didn't... I mean, if she did, she didn't explain it, oh. but she kind of looked, like, also surprised. Like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like, oh, she knows that I would be disappointed. So, oh, yeah, she was like, yeah, well, you know, like maybe she got caught up with something and I remember I was so sad about it because Mm -hmm. like I I had an expectation that she would be there yeah you know and so I do think it's it's really important for parents to explain to kids what's going on but like you were saying often like it's just kind of like you go off the face of the earth Mm -hmm. and that's it you don't see this person anymore so did she ever come back or just that was the end of it i'm trying to remember like because i remember she kind of like disappeared and like i don't know if she like like her lease was up or Mm -hmm. she was like she went back to england or what the story was but Mm -hmm. i remember she like we didn't hear from her for a while and then, like, maybe she came back when I was a teenager. I'm not really sure. And then I remember she was living in the building, and then, like, she just kind of, like, dropped off, like, period. My mom said she was calling her, and she wouldn't wow. answer. And my mom said maybe she worked for the FBI. I don't know. Yeah. She had to go under undercover. Yeah, like, you know? I mean, it could anymore. be. Who knows? But, yeah. She's she, under, like, a witness protection. You know, I really... God, nothing... Nothing would surprise me. But, yeah, so that was... And then, like, I'm so much... That happened, like, so long ago. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, I still remember that. Mm -hmm. So kids, they remember things. So I'm sure, you know, her daughter would remember you. Yeah, and I just feel like, you know, because you can't prevent things from happening. So it's like, okay, say if you're with somebody and they have kids from their previous relationship, this for whatever reason it didn't work out with you two like you have to just sit there you can't be like oh my child you can't just think like well my child's gonna be hurt now so then maybe we should stay together it's like you still have to talk and say listen this didn't work out with me and so and so like you know so you probably won't see her right now you just i think at the end when we bring someone in new or when that someone new is gone and it's another new new you have to still like explain mm-hmm. everything to a child you have kids you have to sit them down and they will understand and you don't have to talk to them like they're a kid like you just be real it's like it's you know it didn't work out you know and you don't have to go into full details because it's not the kid's responsibility or business to know every single detail 
but just like the basics like it didn't work out so you probably won't see her or him or now we're just friends if y'all do like maintain a friendship after like we're just friends now so if you do see this person like that's that's what we are that's my right. friend not like my girlfriend or my boyfriend or whatever you just have to really explain things for kids and no matter what it is and they will really understand and sometimes it could be like you know when people are like oh so a lot of people want to protect their kids and sometimes they end up not really protecting their kids as much they just want to protect themselves so they're like mm. oh i want to bring my kids around you right now but mm. it's something like it's some of their fears and they like um attach or add the kid part of it to it and it's their own fears or what they don't want someone to know their family or the ex or what they're going to think is sometimes their own fears too so that's like another thing that's true that's true so think about because i know like if we like say if we you know if i didn't meet you and i was with someone or whatever and okay if it's like months in i didn't meet your child like your child like okay i'm like what's going on because like are we like is this casual because it's not mm. casual like i will have to meet your your child right eventually, eventually i will need to meet your child so you can't be like, well, I don't, I don't know because what if we break up? Okay, we would deal with that when that time comes. Right. Like, I don't know. But- and that, and that goes back to the importance of at the base of any relationship with your child, with your friends, with your ex, with your current partner, whoever. You have to have communication. Yeah. You know that's what keeps relationships healthy. Yeah. And so, like, we cannot live in fear. Right. You know, we have to live in love and come from love yeah. and, you know, see the world that way so that our kids can see the world mm-hmm. that way. So mm-hmm. it's like, yes, you can say, but what if this, what if this, what if, I mean, you can't, I mean, like, yeah, there's a lot of things that could happen, right, exactly. but it's like at the current moment, right. this is what's happening. This is what's happening. Yes. I believe like if you, um, just start dating right. someone. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to introduce your kids right away. Right. But if you are, you know, like if you've been with someone for a while, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, why not? Right. Because if that's someone you've been with for a while, it's maybe someone who's very important to you, right. then it's worth introducing your full self, which includes your children. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I can understand how... Again, I don't have a child, so right. I don't know what it's like and how it feels. Um, and, and I can understand, like, both sides and mm-hmm. the hesitation to involve your child in something that right. you don't know the, the, that will be for certain. Solid, yeah, stable. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, there's so many sides to that story, mm-hmm. but I still think communication is the key. Yeah. And um, just... Always being authentic mm-hmm. about what's going on and how you're feeling about mm-hmm. things. Right. You know, I think that that creates positivity and, and, and healthy, healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like, and this isn't to blame, like, you know, none of this, none of our experiences is to ever say like, well, they did this wrong because like, I believe all parents do the best that they can with the circumstances that they have, with the own consciousness that they have, right. you know, with the own situations that they have, whatever they're going through, how they're able to deal with it as people, as individuals. But 
I do feel like, you know, because of the relationships I saw growing up, it was hard for me to it was hard for me to understand when it came to me dating relationships mm-hmm. and how to be in a relationship and what's a healthy interaction in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And because sometimes, you know, what feels comfortable to us feels familiar to us mm-hmm. is not necessarily healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Because you might find that you attract people that, let's say, um, I don't know, maybe they, they, they criticize you, you know, but you accept it because you're like, well, I'm used to that. Like, right. it's not a big deal. Like, right. my parents did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that's healthy? No. But does it mean it's familiar and it's comfortable? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, like, we get into relationships like that. So I think that it's really important to start and give kids, like, a base and a foundation mm-hmm. of, of, of self-love. And, yes. and, and that starts with how you and your partner interact mm-hmm. with them and mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah. You know? And, and also with others, too. Just... You know, family members or just strangers in general to show them like, you know, this is how this is how you love someone or care about someone. Just, you know, break it down and explain and, you know, but yeah, parents do the best that they can do. Um, Kids will learn from it and then you get to a certain age, you have to unlearn some of the things. Okay. So, yeah, I just, I think... Um, for me, my dynamic, it didn't really stray me away from relationships, but I didn't know, like, I don't want to get married. Cause I'm like, mm. and all my family, my aunts and them, they'll get married and get divorced. They got issues, problems. So that was one thing I was like, well, I don't ever want to get married. I know that for sure. I was like that for a long time. I was like, I'll have relationships. That's fine. I can have the companionship. That's fine. But at that point, I, I didn't want to get married. And then I remember my mom told me one day, she was like, you know, don't let my situation, you know, um, kind of like deter you from wanting like your views on marriage, if you want to get mm. married or not. And I was like, oh, it, it, it won't. It's not. Because at that point, I started to learn I had to let go like those, that's everyone else's marriage or things. And you know, so I was like, it won't. And I like detached, like, that nothing to do with me. Hmm. So then I was okay with, well, if I get married, I'm okay with that now. So that was the thing, like, okay, I'm fine with that if that happens or not. So, yeah. Mm. That yeah. was the thing. And I didn't actually know of any really married couples. I think, like, in my direct family. Mm. Or what do you call it? Your intimate... Immediate family. (laughs) I say your intimate family. I know. (laughs) But you know what I mean. Your immediate family. family. Like, my uncle and aunt, they're they're married. Mm -hmm. um, But their relationship was similar, you know, in the sense that they would really... They would argue all the time. Mm -hmm. So I didn't... You know, I thought, why are they... I remember as a kid, I thought to myself, why are they married if they don't love each other, if they're not happy, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I I, started to not really understand what marriage was about and mm-hmm. sort of feel similar to you. Like, do I even... I don't know if I want to do this whole marriage thing. And right. I, I mean, I think marriage is an awesome thing, and I think it is... It's a very special, sacred thing, but I do also want to make a point that 
you have to make choices that are best for you yeah you know never feel like oh everybody else is getting married so i should be getting married Mm -hmm. you know whatever works best for you and 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 you feel confident and good about it and it lights you up inside that's what you should do you know i think if you want to get married get married if you don't want to get married and just live with your partner you could do that too whatever is important to you and whatever values you have i think that's important to stick to yeah i co-sign that but i will add like make sure like you're doing it for the right exactly but i don't want to get married and marriage doesn't work for me all because you still need to heal whatever you need to heal or you like i do want to get married because whatever you need to heal from and you, you think right, like that, no one in my family got married, yeah. so I have to get so married. I get married, so just make sure whatever it is is true. That make sure you like you know you heal from it or you start to heal, and you really know like this is this is my true self. Like I like this is what my real choice is. Like um, I'm a person who likes to date, or I'm a person who likes to have a companionship, or I'm a person who like to be my partner for. You know, X amount of years, I don't need marriage. Or if you're on the side, like, to get married, you want to have a family, that is also great. It's different styles. is best. And make sure you find someone that you're with someone who's the same in that sense. Mm-hmm. Don't be with someone, like, who wants to get married and you're not really the marrying type at that moment because it, it, it won't work. Or, you know, you want to get married and they don't. like, well, like, I'm good how we are. You have to mm-hmm. both be on the same level of, like, understanding when it comes to that. And then it will work. If you're both the type, like, you know, I just, like, really enjoy being with you. Um, we don't need to be married. Like, we can have kids together. We can get a home together. We can do all this stuff. And it's work for us. That is great. Like, you know, so just it's, it's about that so yeah definitely find what works for you very and true. your lifestyle and be real about it it may if you are or you could be you know polyamorous or you can want to have an open relationship or open marriage there's no judgment just be true to yourself and do what works for you and for your you partner and your, yeah i haven't met someone long like back 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 in the day and she was married, and we kind of like had a casual thing too. Um, a lot of casual things going on <laughs> in my life, but but she was married. But her husband knew that she was attracted to women, and mm. that that was allowed in their marriage, and it worked, you know, for them for whatever, like however long or whatever. But it worked, so it's like whatever works for you and your partner, just have that conversation exactly so yeah that's my take on it that's my take on it too but i think you know blended families are beautiful yes i think family is beautiful i think it's all about how you heal and that starts with you you know getting in touch with those painful parts yeah and poking around at them so you can figure out what's going on and once you figure out what's going on you can really free yourself right Mm -hmm. and forgive yourself because a lot of times we hold on to a lot of guilt yeah and a lot of things from our past Mm -hmm. and it's like 
that that can really hinder us. So I encourage you, whatever you need to do to heal. And some of us, we don't even know what we need to heal from. We don't even know if we need to heal, period. Right. But we all need to heal. Everyone. 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 So it's like sometimes you have triggers. Like even this conversation I said at the beginning of this podcast, like it triggers me to talk about family because Mm -hmm. of my experiences. But I'm glad that I did, Mm -hmm. you know. So we have to get in touch and we have to know our triggers and we have to know why they are our triggers. Yeah. And it's good to, I feel like when we do have triggers, it's really good to talk them out and talk through it. Because that's when you, that's where the real healing starts. But if you keep all your triggers in and then when the situation keeps happening, you just keep avoiding it. But when you just get through and like talk it out, or talk about topics that's like, you know, hard, it's, you feel so much better afterwards. And it's just, you know, it's it's an amazing process. It's hard in the beginning, but after that, you can, like, talk about it more and more and more, and you kind of start to be like, okay, okay. You heal from it, and then you start to be okay with the situation, you know? Yeah. So some people have, you know, tricky and complicated situation when it comes to blending families, and some families, it's a beautiful thing. It's, It's... is they have it down pat, they worked it out. And even when they worked it out, they probably started off a little rough. You know, I think with Jada Pickens was talking about on the Red Table Talk, you know, she said um, it was a little awkward because the mother was kind of like, you know, like, this is the house I pick out for Will for us. Or like, you know, my child's coming over here. But then she said the mom was like, she just like when she started to soften up when her son was like I really like Miss Jada I she's so nice to me and she's so sweet and she's like you know what okay let me talk to her as a woman and let us just talk and then they became friends so mm. yeah I think in the beginning no matter what it will always be hard but if like if the parents talk it out with each other with one another then it can you know go smoothly and Miss Tina Lawson, you know, blended. She has, uh, they call it bonus daughters and bonus I know, kids. That's so I cute. think that's so cute. And she's like my bonus daughter, and you know she's older, so you know it works out. So it just happens. Sometimes it may just happen that way. So at the end of the day, we just have to communicate, communicate, and just communicate with your kids, you know, with your partner, with your ex. And just having an adult conversation and just be real. You know, it may be tough in the beginning, but you have to just go with it and go through it. Communication is like a muscle. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like when you go to the gym at first and you lifting weights. I don't really go I to the gym. But I'm just saying as a like metaphor and not as an example. Um, but like, you know, if you go to the gym and you start lifting weights at first it's painful and you're like oh my god this is so heavy but every time you do it more and more right your muscles build and get stronger and I feel like that's the same thing about communication at first it may seem very challenging to have these difficult conversations or these vulnerable conversations but the more that you do it the bigger that muscle the stronger that muscle gets so Keep putting yourself out there. Be true to yourself. And, you know, be, be, be okay with, with talking through things with your family. And knowing, you know what, whatever the outcome is of this, like, I know that I said what was true on my heart. Yes. 
So we're going to close out. Um, if you have like topics that you want us to talk about, we have a new Gmail account. Woo! A, um, what is it called? Our little letter thing? Friend, a letter? I forgot already. Oh my God. Well, we just came up with it. If you want to send us an email with a topic, we would love your friend letter yes that's what it's called friend letter so, so our gmail is Lita rose and juni mars with a z at gmail.com we will have the description we have the link in the description box and you can follow our instagram Lita and juni and if you like this episode you know give it a thumbs up rate us give us a five give us a five don't give us anything lower than that <laughs> we will hunt you down I will hunt you. I was like, she won't. I will. But anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful, awesome, amazing, wonderful, love filled day. Bye. Peace. Love you guys. Peace out.